0: Ladies and gentlemen, Jews and Gentiles, it's a new music extravaganza on the Rock and Roll Jew Show. I am back. David Jacobs, the original one and only rock and roll Jew. And this is one of the oldest and longest running rock and roll podcasts in history, the Rock and Roll Jew Show. How the hell are you folks? Rockandrolljewshow.com is the website if you want that. I am, like I said, David Jacobs. We are back with a new show. And this show, It's a new music extravaganza. There are so many new songs to uh, get through and listen to. Man, it's going to be a long one. So strap in. Get yourself some tea, a coffee, a beer, whatever else you need. Strap on the headphones. Turn up the volume. This one's going to be a fun one, man. And right out of the gate, who do we have right out of the gate? Sammy Hagar. And The Circle, brand new song called Crazy Times. You know, Sammy and The Circle had an album, oh gosh, was it a year ago or so? I can't remember the name of it. It was all right. But I'm telling you, man, I think that uh, this track here, Crazy Times, I think it's the best song I've heard from Sammy in a while. I kind of dig that one, you know. And here's something a little different as well. The last album was simply released under The Circle, which has been his band. But this one, a little different. Now he's calling it Sammy Hagar and The Circle. So he's, I think, using his name ID to get a little more oomph behind it. Not everybody knows what The Circle is, but everybody knows who Sammy Hagar is. Sammy Hagar and The Circle. A little more, uh, probably going to get you more mileage than just The Circle. So awesome to have new music from Mr. Hagar. He's been pretty active even through the pandemic. He and The Circle were releasing um, cover tracks on um, Zoom and things like this. So guy's been active New music sounds good I'm I'm here for it man. so let's jump in like I said we got a long show a ton of music to get to so let's just let's just hit it brother. Uh, another exciting new music from Jack White. I've always liked Jack White um, my he's got so many projects you know uh, my personal favorite has always been the rock and tours uh, rock and tours that's always been my favorite side project of his. But I do like his solo work. Um, Blunderbuss was a great album, and and um, I just always like uh, his solo. Now we've got not one, two new solo albums from Jack White this year. Yeah, he was working on so much music, and he was almost going to put it together in an album, and he said, you know, it's so much, and it's so vastly different. I think I'll just do them as Two records. So the first record that came out is Fear of the Dawn. This is the hard record, hard, rocking, jamming, just very hard, intense music. Then he has Entering Heaven Alive, which followed a couple of months later. This is the soft, acoustic, chill album. I like this idea of uh, going both ways. So they're very interesting albums. Uh, Fear of the Dawn is a little bit um it's a little experimental and wild you know uh it's got some straight ahead recognizable songs but it's got some funky stuff on there that's just like what is going on uh jack white getting a little bit more out there and experimental and i was doing some reading on this album and i kind of missed Frankly, I missed his last album, which was called Boarding House Reach. This one just went over my head. And um, that album was even more experimental. That album was like, wow. And it really hit a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, It got criticized for being just too weird, too experimental, too out there. So I had to listen to it uh, because I hadn't really heard it. So I said, let me listen to this thing and see what's going on. So I listened to it. And you know what? It is really weird and really experimental and just like, whoa, just, I can't even describe it to you, but it's, it's out there, man. And I listened to this album and I thought, you know, this album, it isn't bad. It isn't anything. You know what this album is? Boarding House Reach. It's an art piece. That's what this album is. It's an art piece. Weird, eclectic, strange, but cool. Cool. It's literally like an art piece. And why not? I said to myself, why not? Jack White has so much fame, so much success. I think he has earned the right to do what the hell he wants to do. If he wants to do a far out art piece, he can do it. And bully on him to have the balls to do it. To say, yeah, I'm gonna do an album, I'm going to do an album that probably most people won't get. But I'm going to do it anyway, because it's my art, it's my thing, and that's what I'm going to do. So I think that's um, pretty cool that he just said, screw it, I'm doing what I want to do. I also listened to this album, and it occurred to me that it is, now I don't know if it really was, but it seems to me like it—it it is um, heavily influenced by Frank Zappa. A lot of the songs, I think, God, this is like, this is like um, what Zappa would do. This is very Zappa-esque, if that's a word. So I don't know if that was an actual influence or not, but trust me, it's very Zappa in some of its approach, you know? And you know how out there an eclectic Zappa could be. So, um, oh, the last thing I wrote for myself as a note is, this album, It's like, it's like if you were hanging out at Jack's house and just kind of watching him screw around in the studio. This is what you would hear. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Isn't that kind of interesting? Anyway, I got two tracks for you. One from uh, Fear of the Dawn, and then the other one from um, Entering Heaven Alive. I'll go ahead and play them back-to-back for you. Um, the first one, I really... Uh, actually... Which way do I want to go on this? I had it the other way. I'm sorry. I'm going to go the other way. We're going to go Entering Heaven Alive, the chill track first. Uh, The song there is called A Tip From You To Me. Then we'll go with the hard one, a song called What's The Trick? You may or may not have heard this. He has performed this on certain um, live shows. Um, I think he did it on Colbert or something. Anyway, two really cool, awesome new tracks from Jack White. We'll kick it off with A Tip From You To Me.
1: Ask yourself if you are happy And then you cease to be That's a tip from you to me And it's worth for sure Something sharp inside Sharp inside Quit bolting your food Don't be rude Plus one and minus one equals zero That's a defeatist attitude I'm sick of this Dead to the world but Not to you but I'm dead to the world but Not to you
0: All right, the great Jack White for you. Really love the piano part on a tip from you to me and that great fuzzed out, just hard-ass guitar on a, on what's the trick. Love it, love it stuff. Love it stuff? <laughs> love that stuff from Jack White. More new music. This one caught me by surprise. I didn't see this one coming. I didn't know uh, it was going to uh, drop, but Billy... Freaking Idol, Billy Idol, man, legendary Billy Idol, who's been in this rock world, the rock game forever. Billy Idol, man, has some new music. He has a new EP that is coming out. I think it's a four-song EP, and the first single just hit called Cage. I like it. I like it. This is hard-hitting, great music. It's not, you know... Groundbreaking, earth shattering, fascinating music like Jack White makes. This is just straight ahead rock and roll. Uh, But it's good fun, always good fun with Billy Idol, right? You can't, you can't, you can't not, can I get my words together? You can't not love this guy. And uh, really happy again, happy to see him doing new music. And this one, I dug it immediately. So let's roll. Brand new Billy freaking idol cage.
1: Screaming in isolation, walking through desolation alley, boarded up our ambitions, flooded out all the engines. I've been punching through the walls, I've been living on the edge.
0: Yeah, there we go. Billy Idol for you. Loving that. Let me stop here for a minute to talk about uh, a topic, a music topic. So look, I've, like many people, I've been on Spotify for a million years. okay, And it's fine. I've been on Spotify. It's fine. It's fine. And then I had my sort of um, Apple revelation in the last year and a half or so when I uh, just kind of found myself converting back to everything Apple. I used to be a super Apple fanboy back in the day. Then I left Apple completely, felt very uh, disengaged with everything that they were doing, very disengaged with the values of the company and the products that they were putting out and, uh, you know, really divorced them for many, many years. Now more recently I've sort of uh I've jumped back. I picked up uh, well of course I picked up an iPad because there's just no other uh there's nothing else going for a for a pad type computer. There just there ain't nothing else but an iPad. Then I went ahead and picked up an iPhone uh for various reasons. Now I got the phone and the pad. Then I converted my PC to a Mac Mini, and I was really enjoying this journey and sort of getting sucked back into the apple ecosystem and what i've come to realize is well you know what the apple ecosystem it just works man it just freaking works and it works really really well the google ecosystem as it is works pretty well for the most part but google's such a weird strange company that they kind of throw a lot of crap at the wall, kind of see what sticks, things change. They've had god knows how many different chat applications for SMS chatting uh, or texting, whatever you. They just it's just Google's uh, can be very uh strange in that way. The Apple ecosystem is tight, very well thought out. They're not guessing or throwing things throwing things against the wall it's very purposeful and i just found that it worked seamlessly really really well okay for all the crap that icloud took over the years they seemed to have dialed it in pretty well now because it really works for me really works for me. I just found myself falling in to all the Apple stuff because it just hums. And so I only stepped my toe into Apple music because I bought, um, well, I guess it was when I bought the iPhone maybe or whatever. But when you buy an Apple product, almost of any kind, they show up and go, Hey man, how about you check out um, Apple music three months for free? Well, I'm not one to turn down something for free. So I said, okay, I'll check it out for three months. What the hell? I'll check it out. And so I checked it out. And I haven't been on iTunes or Apple Music in a million years. And so I forgot a little bit about how it worked. And I kind of rediscovered uh, one of the really key things that I like most about Apple Music and that I don't like about Spotify. I may have talked about this in the past, but I'm going to do it one more time. Um, The library function. Okay. The library function on Spotify doesn't make a lot of sense to me. When you go to your library and you go to an artist, it just shows you everything. Everything. As if you were to go to that artist and it wasn't in your library. There's really no difference. There's no customization of the albums that you like or the songs that you like. It's just, here's the artist. Now, you can look at the favorited songs from that artist, but it's just individual songs. It's not like by album or or it's just, it's just, I don't think it works as well. When you go to Apple and you click on an artist, it will show you the albums, And then under the albums, it will show you the songs, but only the songs that you added. So it could be that you've got an artist and an album, but you don't like all of the songs on that album. You only like three or four. Well, it's only going to show you that three or four that you have specifically added that you really like and want to listen to. That's cool. You can always add more. If you decide that you want to add more or you can take away, you can do what you want. You can add the entire album song and have the whole thing. It's up to you. What's cool is Apple will show you what you have decided that you want to see. Not just the whole artist uh, and everything that's there. And I just think this makes all the sense in the world. And if you upload your own music, okay, your own music from wherever you happen to get it. And some of my stuff is super indie from way back in the old, old podcasting days and I that I have acquired from. I don't even remember where. Some of it came from free music sites, whatever. But it's just tracks that I have as MP3s, if you upload those, to Apple Music. It will just show up in the library alongside everything else. No different. Just there is the artist, the album, the songs, as if it were part of the whole thing. The fact that you uploaded it off your own MP3s doesn't matter. It's just all one nice, seamless experience. On Spotify, this is not the case. You can upload your own songs into Spotify but they don't show up in your library. You have to build a custom playlist for it. And then you can view it, and it's all good, but you have to build this custom playlist and go under Playlists. You can't go to your library under an artist. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I want to see everything in my library, all in one seamless experience. I don't, for the life of me, understand why Spotify works their library this way. And I know a lot of people say, well, I just use the playlists. Spotify is all about playlists. I just do the playlists. And people don't pay as much attention to their libraries because they just want to be off into playlist land. And I guess that's fine, but some of us like to do both. I like playlists. I use them a lot, but I also use my library a lot. When I think, God, I want to listen to Rolling Stones right now or whatever. Boom. I want to just get there. I want to get there. i want to see my favorite Stones albums and I want to go. I don't want to have to fish around. And this is what Apple does really, really well. So that's one side of why I really think Apple Music is so much better. They they handle the library better. Now let's talk playlists. Now playlists are all built off of the algorithm. Playlists are built off the algorithm. And what the algorithm is trying to do is play for you what it thinks you like based on interests that you may have given it when you first signed up Based on, I believe, what you are playing, what you've been playing lately, do you play a lot of rock? Do you play a lot of punk? Do you play a lot of country? Whatever it is, and then the algorithm is supposed to go, oh, he likes rock. As a matter of fact, he likes uh, '60s rock, kind of psychedelic '60s rock, and that's supposed to play other songs that go along with that. the algorithm The, the algorithm is supposed to. Discover you and what you like and then keep playing songs that you will like based on what it has learned about you, okay? What I've discovered about Spotify's algorithm lately as I've paid more attention to what it's actually playing me is it doesn't do that good of a job because what it does is it keeps playing my favorites, your favorite songs with a heart, And it just keeps playing the favorites and the favorites and the favorites. It never goes deeper. It's fine. I like hearing my favorites, and that's cool. But I really would love it if you were able to go one level deeper beyond my favorites. Don't my favorites tell you something that would allow you to go one level deeper and pick me out something that I wasn't expecting? But I'm delighted to hear And it's not even that rockin' science. Let's say uh, you know that I like Cheap Trick and I like the album Dream Police because I have three favorites on that album. Well, would it kill you to go ahead and pick some other track on that album that I didn't necessarily favorite? Just go one level deeper. Something that I didn't necessarily pick, but it's on the same album or it's on a different Cheap Trick album probably a pretty good chance that I'm still going to dig it. Why can't you give me that? Because the real truth is I'm probably going to be delighted that I, it's not my favorite, but I like a wide variety of cheap tricks. So anything you pick, I'm probably going to be pretty into and the fact that you would pick that and I didn't really expect it, that's what make it that's that's what makes it delightful. But Spotify keeps just playing my favorites, playing my favorites, playing my favorites. It never goes one level deep. It rarely goes one level deep. Or plays me a song or an album or an artist that I haven't favorited. But it's in the same genre. It's in the same basic style. It does it now and again, but not very often. The Spotify playlists are just boring because it just keeps bringing back my goddamn favorites constantly. It has very little variety. It's very frustrating. Now, Apple, the algorithm on Apple is amazing. I never realized how good it was until I started spending more time with Apple Music and more time with their playlists. They have one particular playlist that's just called David Jacobs' Station. That's all it says. David Jacobs's Station. There's others. But these playlists, especially the Station playlist, but others too, it's awesome. Yeah, it plays my favorites. But Apple is able to go one and even two steps deeper. It's constantly playing me other things. From artists that I like. But not necessarily the songs that I like. But it'll pick something off the same album. Or a slightly different album. And still a song that I didn't really favorite but I still love. It goes deeper. It knows me more inherently. There's something about the Apple algorithm that's so intelligent that it knows me much more inherently. And it's willing to take more of a risk and give me something that I didn't expect. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Just this morning, it picked out a Foreigner song. I like Foreigner, and I like a lot of their albums and a lot of their songs, okay? And it played me something from the first Foreigner, first Foreigner album, which I like, but it played me much more of a deep track, Woman, Oh Woman, which is a little more of a deep track from that Foreigner 1 album, but I love that track. I love it, and I was so delighted that it unearthed that for me. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that in a long time. I love this song, and that's what the Apple algorithm does for me. It keeps picking out these songs that I say, oh, I haven't heard that in a long time. I love that, and I'm delighted. The Apple algorithm and Apple music delights me. Spotify bores me. And I don't have a preference. I really don't care. I don't care. I have no more religious feelings about technology. I'm an Apple guy. I'm a PC guy. I'm a Spotify. I don't really give a crap. I'm over all the religious bullcrap. I just want software and services that work really well. I don't really care who you are. I want you to work really well. The fact is, Apple Music works really well in every way and its algorithm kicks spotify's ass it's not even close now there's one other thing which is very subjective and you could tell me i am wrong but i i have this inherent thought that apple music sounds better i don't know this for true i don't have analysis and audio whatever it just My gut is telling me that the Apple stuff sounds just a little bit better than Spotify. Does it sound better? Is there better audio quality? I don't know, but it feels like it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. But I don't know. It's just one of those things. It just gut feels that the Apple stuff just sounds a little bit better. I don't know. I don't know. That's all I want to say. It surprised me. I did not expect that to happen and here's the problem i can't get my family off spotify i was trying to get them to move over because i've moved over to apple music and if i just get a family plan it's a lot cheaper so i was trying to convince them to come over to the apple music side and just be with me and we can buy a family plan and it'd be a little bit cheaper than me having to pay for my own apple music by myself well guess what they won't move they won't move my wife doesn't really care, but that's not the problem. It's the two kids. They won't move. My daughter, Virginia, said, oh, no, 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 not even close. Uh, uh-uh. I've been to Spotify for a million years. I've got my playlists, my music, everything's locked down. I've got a way that I do things. She has some sort of a Uh, rotating playlist that she creates and she changes it all the time. She's got this whole process. No, no, no. I would never, ever, ever leave Spotify. Forget it. No, not going to happen. And then my youngest daughter, Capella. Oh, no. Why would I do that? Absolutely not. Uh Uh-uh. Forget it. Get away from me. I'm not leaving Spotify. What are you talking about? I can't get them to leave. To save their lives. They're so locked in. For whatever reason... I can't get them to move. They won't move. They're locked in. God, talk about brand lock-in. Holy crap. Spotify's got some serious brand lock-in. I guess once you're there and you've devoted so much time and effort to building up your stuff, you're just there. Now, I did too. I've been on Spotify for many, many years. I got playlists and I got this and that and I've tweaked it, you know, the best I can. But you know what, guys? You can convert your Spotify playlists to Apple Music. There's a program that will bring them over for you, okay? It can happen. Now, yes, you're going to have to learn a whole other way of doing things, and people are resistant to change, and that's probably why. I'm not resistant to change. I will always jump to whatever is best for me at the time. So it wasn't that big of a deal for me to switch over because uh, I want what what's best. And I had used Apple Music, I think it was iTunes back then, so I kind of am relatively familiar with how it goes. And I picked it up again pretty quickly. It wasn't that big of a deal for me. <sighs> I can't get my family to move off Spotify, damn it. And I thought, well, God, do I really want to pay the extra $9 a month just for me to be on the platform? And so I sort of said, oh, I'll just, I'll go back to Spotify. And then... I went back to Apple and I was just like, I don't like Spotify anymore. Why I want Apple. I can't stand it anymore because I'm sitting over here at Spotify and I'm looking over there knowing that that's better. I want what's better. So I finally said, screw it. I'm going to Apple. I'm going to be on Apple music. You suckers stay on the Spotify if you want to, but I'm over here where it's rocking and way better. So that's what I had to do. I'm out on an island. I'm the only one with Apple Music in the family because everyone else is stuck in the mud of Spotify land. But um god damn it. Make a comment if you will on show.com on this post. Am I nuts? Is Spotify better? Am I just dumb? Or am I on to something? Is Apple Music really actually better than Spotify? I would love to know. Who wins? Who's better? Apple or Spotify? Tell me. Comment on the blog, rockandrolljuiceshow.com, or comment on social media on the posting uh, when I link the um, show. Because I'd really like to know if I'm crazy, stupid, correct, Whatever. But that's where I am with my music. I'm back on Apple Music wholeheartedly, full-on yes. All right, enough. That's enough of a lecture. Jesus Christ, I'm lecturing. Um, I told you it was going to be a long show, brah. I told you. I have no more lectures, so we're going to slam through all the rest of the music now. You will not have to listen to me blather anymore. But I really had to get that out. It's really been bothering me lately. All right. Chris Shiflett, member of the Foo Fighters, who have been going through some stuff. Oh, my God. Chris Shiflett has a new solo album. He's had a pretty decent solo career. Uh, I think he's had one or two solo albums. I don't know. But he has a new solo album, which is really cool. I like it, man. And his stuff is totally different. Chris's solo stuff is more light, it borders on country, but in a good way, I don't know, there's just something about it that I really like. It's like polar opposite to the Foo Fighters. You might call it Americana a little bit. It's just really different, but um, I dig it. I like it a lot, and I like that he has uh, his own completely different style, right? So I want to play this new song uh, from Chris Schifflet called uh, Long, Long Year. Really love this song. Again, it, it borders on a little country, a little twang, little folk maybe. I don't know what you'd call this. Americana. Doesn't really matter how it's classified. It's just good music, man. Chris Shifflett, Long, Long Year. another band that has stood the test of time and is still around is the alarm i've always liked the alarm from a million million years ago i actually saw the alarm live they opened for pat benatar in spokane washington when i was going to gonzaga university and i saw them and they were a great great opening act and uh they still been doing their thing year after year and they have a new album And a new tune, and I do really like this, this tune in particular really harkens back, I think, to the old days. This sounds like an old classic alarm tune with all the great stuff that you'd like about them if you were ever a fan of theirs. So um, again, we're gonna speed up because I've wasted so much time blabbing, we gotta get through this. (laughs) The alarm, protect and survive.
1: says start away.
0: Okay, let's get the hell out of here. This has been a ridiculously long show. I went on talking for way too long and I apologize for that. So last band. And there's two tracks, but we're going to play them back to back in the essence of saving time. This is a new band that surprised me again. Like, whoa. I mean, I'm not super plugged into the music world necessarily. I've got my own life. So for me, it like uh, surprised me. Like, whoa, what? This is happening? Freaking cool, I hadn't heard about this. Um, Band is called Third Secret, an American alternative rock supergroup formed in late 2001. It's also been called folk, grunge, and it is a fascinating combination of alternative, grunge, folk, all over the place. This supergroup includes members of Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, we have got Matt Cameron, drummer for both Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Chris, Chris Novoselic from the famed Nirvana. Kim Thale from Soundgarden. They also add John Bubba Dupree and two female singers. You know how I love female singers. Jennifer Johnson and Gillian Ray. Wow, man. Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. ho! Oh, what's this going to be? And it's not completely what you expect, which is what I love about this. It's not just a bunch of old tread grunge music. There is some, There are some songs on here that are very grungy and throwback, but there's also songs on here that are very folk and very Americana and very... Not what you would expect from this group of relatively heavy musicians. And I love that. I love it. It's a wonderful mix combination of, of stuff. It's fascinating. It's fantastic, of course. These are superior musicians. Um, this is a delightful album all the way through. I absolutely love it. And we're going to play two tracks The first one, I'm just getting to my notes real quick. The first one is the uh, first song on the album called Rhythm of the Ride, which is completely folk and acoustic. And oh, the female vocals on here. So sweet. So good. Oh, these girls are so good. I love a great female vocal, vocal. And you've got two of them on this album. They're both really good. Oof, really good. And then we're going to do Diamond in the Cold, which is the other half of this album. That song represents more of the grungy, heavy uh, side. So I'm going to give you two songs to represent both sides of this album. The folk, the light, and the heavy, the grunge, the throwback, the yeah. And some of the grunge songs on this album, they just sound so quintessential grunge, Seattle sound. And it's old old throwback Seattle sound, like even back to, you know, Green River and Temple of the Dog days, like way, way back, classic, classic Seattle sound. Some of these grunge songs, it's like, oh man, you're taking me way back now. Really, really great. Really great. These are the ambassadors of grunge, at least the ones that are still alive, right? So such a great album from... uh Third secret. I highly, highly suggest you check this out and listen to the whole thing. It's really good, man. So happy for this new album, and this new group. So let us get out of here. Thank you for listening and hanging with me on this extended play podcast today. So much great new music, right? RockandrollJooShow.com is the website. And let me tell you, I'll just, can I shamelessly promote for a moment? I'm a voiceover actor now. This is the new career that I'm going into is voiceover. So it's davidjacobsvoiceovers.com if you want me to do any kind of voiceover for your company, your business. Could be a narration, could be a commercial, could be your phone system, your phone prompts. Press 2 for sales or whatever. Hit me up on that site, listen to my demos, and I'd love to do business with you. Enough shameless promotion. Thank you. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening. This is Third Secret, Rhythm of the Ride. See you next time.
2: A secret hidden in the stars Stay strong, my love And I used to think that If the world around me changed I'd get a brand new star That if I went down south I'd make it happen Stay strong, my love God hearts I have been hardened and closed. Into the sea, letting go of gravity, stay strong and my love. And I found the key was buried in the leaf, the belly of the beast, the war. And if you Feel like you might lose the battle. Stay strong, my.